0: For
1: Midwest Guys presents
0: Here we go. I've got a mission for you.
1: This should be good.
0: And in, find out who's loyal to the good guys and who isn't. Star Wars resistance decoded.
1: You can work on my team.
0: Got
1: to be kidding me. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Four Midwest Guys Presents Star Wars Resistance Decoded. Today we'll be reviewing Episode One The Recruit. That's right, it's our brand new show just for Star Wars Resistance. Uh, the brand new show just released, our latest uh, Star Wars animation show. Uh, here to help me do that is my brother Aaron.
0: Hey uh, that was actually a pretty short intro for you. Like I'm
1: working on it. You know, I'm editing. Like usually, I got that a video hangs editor. on for like
0: another 10, 15 seconds. I got a video editor now, yeah.
1: so you know, I'm getting into it, trying to be. It feels like it fits more in. Yeah. Instead of just sound effects. <laughs> and also, join us as Mr. Brian Engenbauer. Hey, right, what's up? What's up? What's going on, guys? How much? All right. So, uh, it being a new show, and uh, I thought we go through, uh, you know, character by character. You know, just real briefly what we think about the character. Probably go obviously when we start with Kaz, probably a little bit more in depth. But as we go, just our first thoughts, first impressions of what we think of the character so far. Mm-hmm. And uh, first up, so let's talk about uh, Kaz real quick. Um, Kazato as the yeah, I can't, I can't, something oh no. Um, <laughs> or Kaz for short, he is the uh, Kazudo. Kazudo, thank you. Um, anyway, so he's your Kazudo he, on- Kazuno Ono. That's what he said. Kazuno K- 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 Ono. Okay. Kazuno Ono. That's not how it's spelled. Yeah, maybe. not even close. I think it's Z Ono. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. maybe. So, uh, Kaz. He's uh, our main uh, hero in this. Um, uh, Aaron, what do you think so far of Kaz and the whole interview with the first episode? Um,
0: well, they introduced him as kind of a spoiled kid, but otherwise, he's kind of an annoying character at first. Yeah. But like that might change as like you get like four or five episodes into it
1: yeah i, I thought it was um he comes across uh, as kind of like a fish out of water really when he's unless he's flying mm-hmm. you know I, I that's the kind of the impression i get with him if he's in the if he's flying he's a little bit better than he is on the ground yeah, yeah like it's really
0: what you get into social skills just he's very right. lacking
1: you can tell he's the sheltered life i guess i, I don't know uh mm-hmm. brian what do you think what do you think of him so far
2: um i mean it seems okay for a character i mean I going know you're having a hard time with it. Going going through the whole like it's, it's always rough when you start out with a new new show, uh, especially when it's not like you're looking you're you're looking for the how is this tie in together who is you know who's related to who kind of thing like mm-hmm. you know you're looking for that connection that you can make with like you can't really connect with any of these
1: characters because they're not really right because our only familiar characters is Poe Dameron and right. BBH so far.
2: Um, but I mean I did like in the very beginning when they they showed him um when they were battling the red tie fighter guy um and he was in the he was in the uh the X-wing and he did some of the maneuvers and you could tell he, he has some knowledge and he was yeah. and he was like you guys go on and I'll do I'll take care of this and yeah. you know he has that like leadership type mentality like you can see like like somebody who's aspiring to be yeah, you know, I'm I'm gonna be a, I'm gonna be a, a help. I'm gonna be the savior for you know uh, yes, these I want to be the hero. I want to be the hero. Right. I may not have the skills to do it, but I want to be the hero. Right. And and like then we you know you get into the do you want to be you know I I need you to be a spy. Oh, well, I'm a pilot. I'm not a spy. What do I do with a spy? And then it, then it's like they even show the one scene where he's going through the he's doing his first spying. Yeah. And, and he's like walking dun, around like Scooby Doo. Like, dun, like dun, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like like, ooh, <laughs> ooh, 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 and like it's like Yeah. Yeah. It was very very kiddified for me.
1: It yeah. is. It's, it's it's it it is definitely for a younger audience. There's no doubt about that. Um I it's I, I there, you just there's no way of getting away around it. There's no way of getting around that it's definitely for a younger audience. And you can tell. Um but I do like where it's going. Um I like how Kaz is starting off as like you said, he's he wants to be the hero, but he doesn't know how to be the hero. You know, he's like, I've got to be, a, I'm going to be a spy, but I'm a pilot. Okay, now I get to be a spy, but and now I'm learning how to be a spy, but now I have to be a mechanic, and mm-hmm. he doesn't know how to fix a damn thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I like that. I kind of like the comic relief of that, and I like I like a hero starting out at that very low level, and then hopefully we'll watch him build as time goes on and he yeah. develops I mean, it makes
0: an interesting contrast because like as you shift from the character being this fish out of water place to something he's more comfortable with yeah. it allows the character to like kind of ramp up in what he's capable of doing pretty quickly as yeah. he kind of goes back into stuff he actually has a backstory for it. Yeah.
1: so yeah it'll be interesting to see where Kaz goes from here and uh, how he grows uh, let's move on to uh, uh, probably the cast member wise the one we'll probably recognize is Bobby uh, Moy Moy Moynihan.
0: Moynihan.
1: I can't pronounce names today. Moynihan. Moynihan. He plays Orca. Uh, for those of you listening to the show, uh, that is the pig character with the beard, kind of um, in the parts shop, acquisition shop. Mm-hmm. Um, I like. I kind of like the character. I like um, him and his uh, his partner as well. He's kind of like an owl looking character. What uh, is that one Fleck? Fleck, oh. I believe. Yeah i like these two together it's kind of like a frickin frack kind of thing the mm. the pig is kind of more of a he's a nice guy but he's always looking for he kind of seems like he might be looking for uh, the buck kind of maybe i don't know they're all about credits though so yeah i mean that kind of seems
0: like how the entire like like
1: culture is culture yeah. is yeah what'd you guys think of uh i think uh, it's an interesting character or kind conflict uh, i guess
0: I like the character designs for both of them. It's a fun contrasting sort of thing and like visually they're interesting characters. Yeah. And probably two of the least annoying characters on the show so far. <laughs> so that's, you know, a good plus.
1: Well, I did like after they pleaded with them they gave them, Well, oh, we'll give you these secondhand parks but you gotta give us lunch. Mm-hmm. You know, lunch sounds good. What'd you think, Brian? It was alright. Yeah. Not much know, to add. I don't really have them. I mean, we didn't really get
2: into any of the characters so it's kind of hard to say if I like the character or not. Mm-hmm. Um, this is just
1: like first impression. Yeah. Of. So it's I mean, it was I didn't hate them, so yeah. we're good. I think we're gonna get to like them the more we see them as we go on. Um, let's talk about uh, uh, let's talk about Tam. Uh, she's the uh, mechanic. She's kind of uh, the English, English, British, Sh- British mechanic. But she's she's kind of pissed off because I guess she was promised the fireball. If she mm-hmm. got it working, and all of a sudden he comes in and says, "Well, Cass can have it now." Yeah, or he's going to borrow it. Mm -hmm. As a favor. Break
0: it in every use. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And she said, well, you said I could
2: have it when I got up and running. He goes, is it up and running? Okay. Then it's his.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. He gets to borrow it as a a favor to someone. He didn't even tell her who. He's just like, it's a favor to someone. Mm -hmm. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's it's a character, like,
0: you don't really know a whole lot about. And, like, I assume it's, like, you're going to get a lot more backstory of her, like, as we go forward. But...
1: I think so because it seems like you got Kaz, her, Jaeger, and um, um, Niku. Niku are going to be our four main characters. It seems mm. like I could be wrong, so it'll be interesting. It's just interesting that they're setting up this dynamic as almost like a, a rival. Like she's off, she starts off hating him automatically mm. or resenting him anyway.
0: Yeah, just so, put some tension early on.
1: Yeah, so whether that will evolve into um, something like you know, a friendship as a result or if that re- that that'll continue mm-hmm. throughout the series will be interesting to see. Yeah, uh, yeah. What do you think, Brian? Anything? more to add. No. I got nothing. <laughs> nothing.
2: I know you had a hard time I got, watching it. I got I got nothing to add. Like I just okay like it was
1: just it was one of those eh, okay. Okay. Um uh, so next up, let's talk about uh Jaeger. Uh he's the uh um Kind of plays the father figure, I guess, if there is a mentor, maybe to Kaz. He's right now he's the one leading the, the crew. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a former rebel pilot. Mm-hmm. Um, he works with with Poe, so yeah. um, you know it. He's going to be kind of interesting to see. You can tell he's it's not what he wants. He doesn't want really want anything to do with this whole mission from Poe and everything. But he's he's doing it because they're friends and they're they're. You know, he trusts Poe, I guess, in the end of the day. Right, but, mm-hmm. he
2: reminds me of, like, a, like an uncle.
1: Yeah. So not like a
2: father figure, but an uncle. So it's, like, it's one of those, like, he wants to try to point him in the right direction, but he can go hands-off because it's not my kid kind of thing. Right. It's kind of what, that's kind of the way I, I felt about this. But I, would, I wouldn't mind seeing his, like, some of his backstory, like, through the episodes oh, yeah. where, like, they do the flashbacks of this is how I know so-and-so, like, when they showed the picture, right? Or, you know, where's his family at? Obviously, he lost them somehow, and, right. you know, they get the whole thing. Upcoming episodes, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: By the way, if you can't tell, we're holding back, because we they've released episodes two and three, and we're just reviewing yep. the first episode, so. Um, yeah, it's interesting that, it's going to be interesting to see how he, he flushes out. I really want to, like you said, I want to see more of his background, hmm. um, especially what he's done in the past, and how that's going to evolve with Kaz, and will he be able to stay in Kaz for, for too much longer? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't know. We'll,
0: I know, he seems like he probably has a high tolerance for
1: annoying people, so he'll, he'll probably be fine. Gives people chances. Yeah, Aaron, anything else you want to add about uh, no, Mr. I Yeager right now? I think I'm good. I like his name, though. Um, mm. If you're going to put a pilot... Um, you know, do a movie about pilots and stuff. I like that they put Jaeger, you know, hmm. Jaeger, Jaeger in there, of course, obviously. There's a, there's a lot of
0: German and like Norwegian sounding names in the show. So well, far.
1: Jaeger uh, was also a big uh, test pilot for the U.S., was it? Yeah, he, uh, he's the one that broke the sound barrier. Oh, okay. So, nice. uh, Chuck Jaeger, actually, uh, was his name. So I really like that kind of little nod, I guess, to, mm. uh, to you the You think whole, that's an intentional thing? Yeah, I do. I, I just I don't see that. Um, you know, mm. It's not like they're calling him Chuck Yeager, but the fact that they made it his last name and everybody calls him Yeager. Mm. They don't call him Jarek.
0: It's not just they li- really like drinking Yeager bombs.
1: Right. Yeah. I, I don't think it's that. <laughs> I could be wrong, but it, I think it's a nice little nod. <laughs> his best friend's <laughs> name is Vodka. Yeah. <laughs>
2: what?
1: Um, all right. Let's talk about um, Tora Doza. Um, we don't know much about her other than... Everybody she flies up against before Kaz has died, apparently. <laughs> um, it in they one died on one, or just crashed? They just crashed. crashed yeah. One-on-one races. Uh, she has a 100% uh, success rate because everybody is disqualified who races against her, apparently. Mm. So she's bad luck, maybe. Uh, she's also the captain of the entire Colossus, the the whole uh, sh- ship. Yeah. She's the daughter. She's the daughter. Oh, okay. The daughter, daughter of the captain. The ca- daughter okay. of the captain. What did I say? You said she was the captain. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, she's the daughter of the captain. I was like, I could have swore that was not a part in that show. Yeah. I clearly overlooked it So, uh, she seems, uh, for somebody who's one of the aces, and you have this whole hierarchy kind of system on this Colossus, she seems overly nice, mm. and like she wants to make friends, and I don't know if she's held out back because everybody maybe beers back because she is the captain's daughter i don't well, know. I
0: hear that or just has like a contrasting personality sort of thing Whereas, like yeah. nice and friendly but like still has something to do and
1: you die you die maybe or maybe she's i don't know she seems to me she comes across to me as somebody who's looking for a friend brian you yeah. think? yeah i mean like this what
2: i came across she was really extremely nice to everybody you know and she comes up comes up to kaz and she was like just don't crash you know yeah don't push too hard blah blah, blah. and Like she like she already knows like it's like one of those like she's really looking out for other people. Yeah, she likes to race, Mm -hmm. but she doesn't want the other person getting hurt or anything.
1: Yeah, like even during the race, Mm -hmm. they're racing against each other, and she's like, "You're doing really well." Yeah, (laughs) Kaz, you're doing really well. I'm like, "What? Okay." Um, So yeah, she's gonna be an interesting character, especially being the captain's daughter. Mm -hmm. I'm sure she'll be up.
2: Right, like I think like she's gonna be like the, um, the yin and yang for Kaz. Like I think they're gonna be on like adventures together or mm-hmm. you know yeah. and they're gonna they're gonna my my yeah. theory is that they're going to be looking for this these traders for the new the new order or whatever the yeah. new world order <laughs> the new order yeah and uh i think they're eventually gonna find out that it's her dad
1: her dad was working for the first order the whole time yeah mm. that would be interesting that'd be an mm-hmm. interesting little plot twist yeah. to everything um all right, and as my phone rings downstairs, uh, let's move on to uh, uh, probably Hello. my my uh, favorite, well, maybe my favorite, but interesting character so far is Niku. Um, Niku is kind of an alien who takes everything you say literally. Mm-hmm. Um, right from the bat, he overhears Cass say, "I'm going to be the best pilot mm-hmm. in the galaxy." And he spreads that rumor like wildfire. Yeah, they use him as a plot device very quickly. Very, very quickly. Um, and it also kind of that whole thing with the best pilot in the galaxy kind of brings up a point. Like this whole facility runs off of there's a new pilot. He says he's the best. You know, it's suddenly mm-hmm. instant excitement. So obviously it's racing, all about yeah, racing and gambling are very right. exciting. This kind of a side note. But <clears throat> overall, though, I kind of he's a pure of heart guy. Um he takes he gives his trust you don't earn your trust with Niku. he automatically gives you his trust it seems Mm -hmm. like too um i don't know what you guys think about Niku. he
2: was he was definitely interesting like he had he had a lot of like little one-liners that were just like okay like he's like i had a pet i loved him he died i ate him you know it was like okay like okay and like you said like when kaz said he goes I had a dream that I was the best pilot. You know, yeah, in the galaxy. I, I was the best pilot in the galaxy, and that's all he heard. And he ran with it. And he's like the best pilot in the galaxy, and he was telling other people, and it just spread, like you said. And like so, when Kaz walks into the bar, well, isn't it the the greatest pilot in the galaxy? And he's like, he's like, what?
1: What? Yeah. How? Already? Yeah. What? How did that get here? You know. Yeah. So. But you also learn through that, though, that that's kind of the hierarchy. Like, he explains, like, well, if you're the, one of the best, you get to live in the tower. And the mm-hmm. tower is where the aces live. And, yeah. you know, that means better for me because I'd be on your team. And yeah. yeah, and
0: then later on you realize that, yeah, the aces actually have an extra function to the actual area. So it kind of makes sense. That's how it's set up.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like, their function is to protect the base. Mm-hmm. And then basically they only race to keep their um, skills mm-hmm. sharp, you know, mm-hmm. essentially, with each other. So... Um, but yeah, it's an interesting kind of setup how, how this has worked, how this works. Um, all right. So let's move on to a character we haven't seen. We've only kind of heard about him as people watch him fly. We saw him fly in the first race. Uh, that would be Hype Faison. Um, he is a Rodian and he is played by Donald Faison.
0: So... Clearly the actor from was Scrubs. cast before the name was given,
1: right? In this case, yeah, because even Dave Filoni said this is the first time he's wrote a character specifically for an actor. Mm. So when he wrote the character, he had Donald Faison in mind. Right. Because, yeah. I
0: mean, essentially even the name's kind of a joke. Right. Because, I, for Faison.
2: Because right. I think I think Filoni said he was a big fan of Scrubs.
1: Yes. And, you know, Faison, you know Donald Faison is the surgeon from Scrubs mm-hmm. for everybody who's, who doesn't know. yeah, um, Yeah, so... It'll be, I want to see, because I can't picture, because when I think of a Rodian up to this point, I think of Greedo and maybe the one Rodian we we had in Rebels. Mm-hmm. And that's really the only interaction. And I, I can't really marry Donald Faison's personality with a Rodian yet. So it'll mm-hmm. be interesting. And I really don't see Rodians as pilots yet, because I've never really put those two, and two together yeah. in my mind. So to me, it's going to be interesting to see how does this play out. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, just because it's know. not
0: classically depicted doesn't mean there's like anything that. Oh no,
1: it, absolutely not. It's just it's it's a departure. It's going to be a different way of looking at the mm-hmm. the species just from what we know. Fair enough. Not that I'm saying I'm racist against Roma. Ro, <laughs> Ro, huh? I mean, Ro, but, your uh, only
0: interaction up this point was Guido. So. I am
1: I am I am Green, s- green Lives Matter. Yes, Guido. I am Guido. Um, green Lives Matter. Green Lives Matter. All right. <laughs> We already talked about... Oh, his name was Flix, not uh, Fleck. It was mm. Flix. So, uh, Orc Flix and Fleck. Or, yeah. Orc and Fleck. Orca and Fleck. Or Flix. Flix. Orca and Flix. Um, moving on, let's talk about um, Major Von Reg. Um, Major Von Reg is the TIE fighter pilot in the red tie. Mm-hmm. And he also wears red. Um, <laughs> red tie. With a with red tie. Really likes red. Red
2: tie. Red ties. Is. It's it's gonna tie. It's
1: going to take on. off, like... Fantastic. I love my gonna red going to take tie. off the
0: mask, just... Face Pandagrad. Yeah. yeah.
1: That would be hilarious, actually. <laughs> uh, we don't know. We don't really hear a lot uh, from him other than he's obviously one hell of a pilot. You know, he was chasing three X-Wings of the Imperial Navy when so we first saw him. Did they actually
0: mention that he's a major like when we see him now
1: in fact we hear the word andre used welcome hmm. home andre i think andre may be his first name either that or they have a weird way of saying vonreg hmm. to me but i think brian you picked up on it too well yeah
2: i was watching and rewinded it because i couldn't hear what it what the name was and i rewinded it
1: played it rewinded it and played it and that's what i heard was andre Andre. i was yeah.
2: like who is andre
1: yeah so it could be vonreg andre vonreg eh. but i i think it it might just be his first name uh, which would be unusual, though, for the First Order to use, but still. Um, so, really all we a know... very casual member of the First yeah. Order. A what? Very, very casual. casual. Yeah, casual Fridays. Yeah. Come in, Yeah, you know, get to wear red yeah. on Fridays. Yeah, whatever. I mean, but he but he's, he, he tells when, he, when he's coming back at the very end of the episode, and he
2: tells him, yeah. let Phasma know I'm back. Yeah, that he's back. So, I don't know. Is, so, is he higher than Phasma? Oh, is he hi- higher than Phasma?
1: I'm going to say no. I'm going to say he's under Phasma. But he's obviously one of their elite pilots. Okay. Um, I think as far as the series goes, I can only do a little speculation. I think he's going to be the chief rival. Mm -hmm. You know, he'll be one of the major uh, villains villains in the series. Yeah. You know, whether he flies up against Kaz and Kaz flies up against him throughout the series because Kaz has already got one on him. So maybe he's, you Mm -hmm. know, looking for revenge personally on top of whatever the First Order is planning. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see um all right so let's go from the new imperial to an old imperial and we haven't seen him yet uh he is played by steven stanton uh and his name is griff uh holleron um but he is what makes this guy interesting to me is is he's a formal former imperial tie fighter pilot Mm. and to see that in to see him try to play the good guy or the rough bad rough good guy or if he's just a bad guy on the the ship i mean if i'm looking for somebody to spy on if i'm kaz that's the first guy i go to just the guy the former former imperial. imperial yeah he would be the suspect number one um i don't know what do you guys think about the idea of having an imperial uh as an ace you know he's an imperial i can't, I can't wait to see his ship we saw it. he did see it briefly in in the, in the, in the first trailer. Second. Yeah, right? he's, we, the, he's the one that shot down the other guy. Right, but we didn't
2: really see a whole bunch of it. That's why I'm, I'm like, I, yeah. I, I want to see the ship because it's, it's a Tie Fighter, right? Yeah, it's a modified oh, yeah. Tie Fighter. Yeah, so yeah. I just want to see all it. But then again, I am I do like all the ships. We always get to see, see in the show, so right.
1: And there's definitely a lot of new ships in the show. That's for sure. Um, uh, moving on with the aces uh, here, the lead. Uh, I'm. A, she's the one barking out the orders. Uh, that is uh, Freya uh, Fennis fenris fenris
0: uh it's a wolf in norse mythology it's a what fenris it's a, a wolf in norse mythology
1: really right? no yeah. kidding mm-hmm. huh
0: it's uh, a the child of loki that like tries to devour
2: the uh, world and his wolves
1: Wolves. i was gonna mm-hmm. say feloni loves his wolves there it is yeah both um,
0: freya and fenris come from norse mythology or th- like norse culture i didn't know that mm-hmm.
2: interesting
1: very cool um so yeah so she's the leader leader of the wolf pack Um Ace Pack, whatever. Mm. Uh we have only heard her bark out the orders. Um actually that's in episode two. It's not even in this episode. So um interesting to see what she is. Uh Mm. what you know, see how good she is. If she's the leader of the aces, it'll be interesting to see all that. Um Mm. anything else you guys? No.
0: I mean with most of the aces, like we'll probably either see like defense scenes like we see in episode two or Mm -hmm. like individual like yeah. Racing scenes where we'll actually start to be slowly introduced to the characters. So, yeah. It'll probably be a slow process where it's going to be kind of dragged out over a couple episodes, I assume.
1: It'll be interesting because if she's the leader, she's going to be the most hesitant to see Kaz join if he ends up joining the, mm-hmm. the aces, I think. I, I don't think she's the type to take somebody under her wing. Mm. You know, there's just, just guessing. And then, uh, rounding out the aces, uh, this is the one that, uh, the guy that gets shot down and then recovers uh in the race from the first episode is uh Keevil. it almost sounds like knievel i you know it's like he's missing the end mm-hmm. um so i'm not sure too much about him other than he i his his ship looked like the most modified or had the most extra stuff on it maybe mm-hmm. um i don't know it'd be interesting to see if we get much more about him i'm sure we will uh, but mm. i don't know what do you guys think about nothing about him yeah nothing about him yeah i don't know much I, I just think he i think he might be the guy that's likes to put all the extras on his on his ship and stuff like that that's just my guess on him uh moving on let's uh we briefly had ac4 which was i guess kaz's r2 unit mm-hmm. um in the beginning of the series
0: yeah and you don't really see him after he goes towards the once uh, he joins
1: block. the resistance i think that's it i guess he's uh navy property and mm-hmm. uh, so therefore he doesn't go um the only thing i could that i have about ac4 is ac4 said he was too young to die so he's probably brand new mm-hmm. and maybe that comes from kaz's privileged lifestyle he gets all the the best stuff yeah you know up to that point in his life um anything else yeah no Okay. Uh moving on. Let's talk about Bucket real quick. Um, I like this design. This is um he's just an incomplete R two unit. Um mm-hmm. down remi- to the bare bones minimum. You know what it reminded me of? It reminded me
2: of like from the from the um episodes one, two and three, like with C three PO and we saw it behind it. like being that's what it yeah. reminded me of. But, yeah, it said it's R two instead
1: of C three PO. I think the
0: helmet uh, actually serves a protective purpose. I think like, is there like actual parts missing like he actually has to cover up.
1: It could be or it's just something to try cuz otherwise he's just a little he's just that little part of the dome, right? He's mm. just the eye of the dome and yeah. you know, I think they're trying to let you know that yeah, there should be a dome there and there's not.
2: <laughs> well, I think it also yeah. it tries to make make him seem like a person. That's mm. true too. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean like cuz when you see the like when you see the helmet, you think Mm -hmm. that it is a kind of like
1: a person type of, you know, like Mm -hmm. it is a character that you, instead of just a robot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's, I kind of like that the idea that he's, (coughs) he's so incomplete that, you know, that, that, that's literally how they live is paycheck to paycheck, credit to credit, if you will. Mm -hmm. And that he doesn't even have the money to complete his own droid, Yeah, you know? And and then again, maybe he likes him that way. I don't know, but maybe, maybe it's, maybe it's Yeager's, um,
2: R2 unit from when he was a pilot
1: I think that's what he, he hinted at and maybe he got you know hurt in the battle and that was the best he could put him back together I don't know
0: I, know, I thought uh, Yeager mentioned him being like a particularly old model
1: like yeah he said it was an old model he said something about him being his wingman or something mm. along those lines or co-pilot or something mm. like that um, so yeah has he always looked like that I, I don't know. You know maybe you know it's that's just how he likes him fair enough um we did briefly see uh general uh leia in here uh she's uh she doesn't speak she just kind of gives a weird look to kaz when he busts in on him um she's just a hologram here but she's obviously wearing her uh force awakens mm-hmm. military uh, garb so um yeah. that's that's pretty much the only thing to really note here um yeah you know
0: but between the, like the interactions of her and poe it's really just a plot point to move things along
1: yeah but it, it does definitely give you though that this is the older general leia and it gives you you know just another it gives you the timeline. yeah knows know where you're at like in the timeline
0: you're somewhere so, around the force awakens era yeah essentially. yeah
1: and we're close we're mm-hmm. real close you know six months out um let's talk about the barkeep uh aunt z um she's kind of uh yeah like a woman you would like an old woman bartender mm. somebody owns an establishment and has for a really long time mm. knows how to run a bar knows how to deal with riffraff and yeah people and really loves to, to make money off betting um runs yeah a betting i mean that's
0: essentially how she displays profits so yeah that yeah, makes sense
1: yeah brian you think anything i got nothing nothing on her either no <laughs> <laughs> you really didn't like this too, too much, did I, you? I, I didn't get into it, not as yeah. much as I was hoping. Okay. Uh, let's talk about uh, Anzi's uh, muscle, uh, that, that uh, Bolza gruel, uh Bolza Gruel I guess. Um, he's the muscle. Uh, he's the one you see throwing the guy over, overboard at the beginning. Yeah, <laughs> but that seems
0: like, I guess, that's a side job, since he also runs, like, a fish stand or, like, the, the frog yeah. stand. Yeah, it is.
1: yeah. I'm trying to remember the name now. What was it a grou- Gorg? Gorg, yeah, like Gorg that. stand or something. Um, but yeah, he's uh, he's kind of like her muscle, her bouncer, I guess.
0: Yeah, they don't really show too much of the character otherwise, though.
1: Yeah, I was kind of hoping that this guy would be because I was trying to look for comparisons. I was kind of hoping he would be Zeb for this yeah, series. There, it I does don't not seem likely at all. It does not seem likely at all at this point. Like, um, I'm not
0: thinking there's going to be, like, a Zeb equivalent, really. No.
1: no and I'm, I'm a little like, disappointed in that. I think
0: your main cast you're dealing with is probably a little smaller until you start, like, integrating with like, the Aces and other yeah. characters.
1: Yeah. And speaking of other aliens, let's talk about Greville. Uh, Greville uh, is the, the guy he plays darts with, and uh, he swindles Kaz mm-hmm. and tricks Kaz and... Yeah, he's, he's kind of just an annoying
0: character throughout the entire thing.
1: He's well, he's kind of like this—just this little. He's like this little guy that wants to be this big bad crime boss, you know. But he's still this little tiny mm, alien, yes. kind he's of a little,
2: little lizard with big man syndrome.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's about the best way I can put it. Uh, whether he's going to be continue to be comic relief, uh, right now I still put him in the comic relief. I don't really put him in a threat. No. Um, ca- category as of yet. Um, I don't know. Well, let's see how that evolves. I mean, you could see
0: him maybe being, like, bribed to, like, be a spy or something like that later down the line, maybe. I could see... But otherwise, he, like, yeah, I don't see the character being developed. Either.
1: I could almost see him, like, finding, like, being, like, the supply guy for trying to find... Other than Orca, like, something that's off-market or something, mm-hmm. you know, you have to make an de- under, yeah. underhand deal with. Um, so, so that does it pretty much for the character so far first and let's get into the uh, the base itself uh, the colossus we've kind of talked about it a little bit already um but it seems like it again it's like this literally on this ocean planet this this one refueling hub like your last stop before you hit wild space
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know last stop for cigarettes last stop for alcohol last stop for fuel yeah um kind of place with a strange hierarchy all raced around piloting yeah you know it seems like the better pilot you are the higher up you are the better you are in this place
0: i mean it's a simple design for like kind of the platform and all that but otherwise it works pretty well since you're just using as a backdrop to showcase like kind of the uh, Mm -hmm. flights themselves from the races so right it kind of works in the same way it's open space and open area so
1: right it's 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 just uh like i said it's it's weird it's a huge gas station and it's based with you know it's got all these levels and yeah different full of pilots and people that are always trying to prove they're the best yeah Yeah. but i
0: mean the fact that this is kind of out in the middle of nowhere kind of allows this show i think if it wants to keep going past multiple seasons to kind of run alongside like the force awakens and the other films going forward yeah
1: i think it will i think we're gonna see we'll see events of the force awakens happen at some point whether it's season two season three i don't know yeah. Um, we don't even know how long it's supposed to run. They haven't mm-hmm. even really said. Yeah, they didn't give us like a timeline. No. I'm, like when they started Rebels, they are like, oh, we might go five seasons. Mm-hmm. And we always knew that. And ended up going four. So, yeah. um, you know, so we're not really sure on this one. Uh, but, yeah, it's an interesting place. I, I like the, the hierarchy of it. Like if you're the best, you're an ace, you get the best food, the best everything. Because mm-hmm. you're the best pilot. And then the worse you are, the lower you go and the less... Mm. you know you're, you're scrapping kind of like yeah you have to like, find other ways
0: to make a living getting a living
1: like you know so i don't know it's interesting just uh an interesting dynamic brian
2: i mean i i like i like the fact that they, they tell us that they're out in the, the outer rim in the wild space uh, mm-hmm. they give us a planet name
1: they give us what the what the tanker like i think they did they say it was the last of the tankers L- last what well, last of the old school tankers or something yeah. along those lines yeah like
2: the tanker refill stations mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um I thought that was kind of neat, so um I really think that we w- it this is going to run parallel to like um force awakens and stuff mm-hmm. so we'll 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 hear about things happening things happening yeah. um but we won't necessarily see them in the show like it won't we won't we'll hear about them attacking Kaz's planet or
1: whatever homeworld mm-hmm. um but we won't witness it it won't be a direct effect right because they're so remote Yep. yeah i i think it does open up a because they are so remote it opens up the possibility for all kinds of new aliens new species new you know ships even you know Mm. because they are on the edge of literally well i like the fact that we
2: saw a lot of the old we saw a lot of characters we've seen before like Mm -hmm. creatures yeah um because i don't like it when it's everything's completely new right but you still have some familiar. But there faces. was still there were still some familiar like species that we like. Oh, I've seen them before. Well, I've seen them before.
1: I, I loved how um, uh, Orca and F- uh, Flick Flicks. Flicks Orca and Flicks had a uh, uh, one of those droids from uh, uh, the prequels. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the you know the nose droid or whatever he yeah. yeah. had yeah, running around. Yeah. I was like, well, oh, that's a nice nod. You know mm-hmm. that everything's kind of mixed up and mm-hmm. mixed mashed. And- yeah, but at
0: the same time, like I don't remember seeing a type alien like Flix before this no Flix
1: is definitely new he's like a stork looking kind of alien mm-hmm. which we didn't really talk about it but yeah he's very tall mm-hmm. and he's, he's literally like a stork you know and he's got yeah. these really long thin legs like a bird he is a bird and, yeah
0: i mean he essentially has like an owl face which yeah. is like really long limbs yeah, yeah.
1: essentially which is totally new mm-hmm. i don't think i've ever seen anything or read anything star yeah. wars wise for that so it's it's like the cantina on steroids, I guess in a way, you know. It uh, has has similarities, yeah. yeah, you know, how Obi-Wan say you know you'll yeah. never find a more wretched hive of a scum and villainy, but it's also find the best pilots in the galaxy there. Yeah,
2: yeah. I, I was I was thinking that it was like it's like they, they put the cantina in there cuz mm, the bar. Bar. And then they kind of did the um like the like the trader world that we see with uh, Force Awakens and Rey mm-hmm. and how she goes in. Yeah, for, with with all the tents and everything else. Yeah, she's scrubbing. And that's kind of the like parts. their their, yeah. their marketplace or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's on like a, a metal ship, ship, so it's all enclosed, cool. and they can close it off, and it mm-hmm. yeah, was interesting.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's yeah, it's a one stop shop for everything. Like I said, it's like a gas station on the edge of space. It's your last stop. You get <laughs> you see a little bit of everything going on here. So <coughs> legal, not legal, up on the up and up, and not on the up and up. You know. Yeah. So it is interesting, and I like how they've developed it so far. All right, <coughs> let's move into a few talking points. Let's talk about the animation for briefly. Um, I love this animation when it comes to the the fight scenes in space. I love the animation with the racing. It's very detailed, very detail oriented. Um, yeah, w- before I get into the negatives, what did you guys think about that that part of the um, the animation?
0: I think it works pretty well for the action sequences. You have kind mm-hmm. of a very clean crisp distinction between mm-hmm. colors and lines and it shows off like um action sequences while not being overly detailed so it seems like it's probably pretty fluid to kind of animate it as well yeah um so i'm sure that's a benefit in terms of just the production cost and allowing things mm-hmm. to go forward as well
1: yeah because i thought the action scenes are better than <clears throat> rebels rebels had some good action scenes but this um, this style of animation to me shows the action it scenes works much really well later.
0: for the actual ship fights Mm -hmm. i'm
1: not sure how well that would work for like actual fist fights or like martial arts sort of thing i'm not sure about that but like when it comes to the actual ship to ship battles Mm -hmm. it's you can go fast like my criticism of rebels was it seemed like the the ship to ship battles were a little slowed down yeah
0: with this animation style that can be a lot
1: you can go much quicker brian what do you think yeah i mean that's
2: that's basically i enjoyed the whole thing um the style of animation i kind of figured i would once we saw the trailer the space scenes like mm-hmm. the battle scenes like the, the, the pilots the ships everything else that that that'll be perfect um watching uh some of the spots where like the character walks away or walks towards you you could tell it was kind of it was they were having a hard time um like when they walk side to side mm-hmm. it's no problem at all but when they're walking away it's kind of hard to show the movement
1: mm-hmm.
2: in, in in that this type of animation, and you yeah. could you could see that. So yeah, no, I, that, that'd be my only negative. I know you had a pretty big negative. I
1: my biggest negative is is it's not if you got the shot to the side of the face, Profile. it's fine. Profile shot to the side, it's fine. It's when they do the dead on shot, the shot you know, and it's just a flat screen shot of their faces. There's not enough definition. There's not enough detail, and it bugs me. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of takes it actually takes me as far as taking me out of the scene for a minute because that's how much it bugs me mm-hmm. um, I don't know why I know some people are okay with it it's just like when they the only one that they do well are the alien some of the aliens they they're more have more facial features those look better Mm -hmm. but there are there also
0: have aliens like Ant-Z, where like there's not not a lot lot more
1: there's nothing with Ant-Z. there's nothing with cat even kaz is the worst Mm -hmm. um and he's the main character but there's no lines in his face you know there's no there's nothing it's just like a blank face Mm -hmm. you know that's colored in with you know a crayon to me that's the way it looks Mm -hmm. um you know it's it's I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I don't know. What do you guys think? Maybe I'm off base.
0: Um, I kind of got used to it. Like, it doesn't particularly bother me. Just like, you have certain animation styles where, like, the details on the face is going to kind of come and go. Mm-hmm. And this is just one of them.
1: Now, I, when they do Jagger, he's better because he's got the beard and he's older, so they put a few more lines in his mm-hmm. face. But the rest of them, I don't know. Brian? I think you're off base. Okay. That's fine.
2: I mean, I just said it because you, you said it. Uh, um, no, everybody has their own styles that they like. Yeah. So, I mean... It's to each their own. Yeah. Uh, going, you know, drawing and everything else that I, I've done for forever. Those are the hardest ones is when you draw them to the front anyway. Right. So, I can tell with this kind of animation style that, that that's where they're going to have their problem anyway. Because they're so fluid on the, on the like, profile shots. That the head-on shot where they walk away or when they're looking, when you look at their face, that's when you're going to have the biggest problems. Like, even when you're, like, looking at somebody, like, like when people are looking at you. Mm -hmm. it's the same way it looks like it's basically blank but try to draw it and not show just just a few little bits of shading and stuff it's always hard when it's a straight on shot as opposed to the side because you can actually pull out the nose the details yeah Mm
0: -hmm. and it doesn't seem to use a whole lot of shading for like the facial animations anyway exactly because it has that very clean Mm -hmm. and crisp contrast of color and i think
1: that's part of the problem because it's so bright it's you know, we rebels you could at least it was bright but it was you still had the definition in the mm-hmm. face and stuff and this one it's so bright it's like it's like somebody, you know, taking one of our light our camera lights here and putting it right on our face and white us out. It's right. Well hard. it's kinda of, it remind reminds
2: me of um uh Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. If you take out all the lines that they used, to make it all blocky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like how they made it all like everything was cubed mm-hmm. in Rebels. Yeah. I mean not Rebels, but uh Clone Wars. Yeah. If you take all those lines out, making it, it just just a flat, it'd be just it'd be yeah. looked, it would look flat, and that's what the kind like this is. Okay.
1: Yep, copy that. Um, so let's talk about uh, X wings for a minute. So um, at the beginning of the show, uh, we we got to actually see. Uh, we're going to talk about X wings and as well as the, the new Republic Navy for the first time. Uh, we actually get to see ships from the New Republic
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, Navy. Um, where we hadn't seen that before because in Force Awakens all we saw was a few ships along with the planets getting blown up by Starkiller base, and they were very far away, no definition, no detail. So we're actually seeing something for the first time from mm. the New Republic, which is interesting to me. Um they're flying what are called T-85s, and I had to look this up by the way. I'm not that big of a nerd, but um yes, yes. <laughs> uh the T eighty five X-Wing. Um is the latest and greatest in x-wings just to give you some idea is Poe poe's x-wing that he's flying what you really can't tell much difference in mm-hmm. is he's wearing he's flying the t70 mm-hmm. and the classic x-wing that we know from the original trilogy was a t65 okay so that just so gives it has you a little, very
0: iphone level upgrades well yeah it, go up well between
1: there's a big difference between the t70 to me and the t65 mm-hmm. because you got the way the wings are split differently mm-hmm. the engines are split where you have whole engines for the t65 Mm -hmm. um and it's just a an actual x a a real x-wing um where the 70 does not and Mm -hmm. that's where the big changes and that's where you can tell the difference between classic trilogy sequel trilogy Mm -hmm. you know force awakens kind of stuff um i couldn't tell any difference when i was watching between the t70 really and the t85 um that was being flown but it was um I don't know what you guys think about the X wings. I guess I mean I'm going a little I nerdy, but I
0: obviously didn't notice anything about it.
1: Yeah, you didn't make any. Yeah, you know, no, I was like, oh yeah, they're my jet. favorite. They're your favorite.
2: <laughs> like I I like this. I like yeah. this. Like, like the ships. Yeah. So when we're watching the battle scenes and like this is very very crisp, yeah. very fast. Yep. And you're watching all the things happen and you're like, you could see him. Tur- you knew he's turning around. And yeah. It, like he did the skid. Thing. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I was just. It was just. I, I enjoyed it. I was. I wish we would have had more of that. Yeah. Um. But it was fun to see it already. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm not so far like the race. I wasn't a big a fan of. Mm. Um,
0: what well, had a lot more tighter angles on the race, which probably made that. Like, I actually enjoyed the heck out of that. The race mm-hmm. was awesome, but that, that's I just, me. I
2: but it was I. I felt like I feel always. To me, I always feel like space is better. Mm-hmm. Sure. As, yeah. As opposed to just yeah, i you know, flying around the lake. Mm. you know what I mean like
1: the race was cool I was just I was hoping it would be a little longer it was pretty short yeah it was a short sequence yeah so um but yeah so but yeah so there's a little bit of difference here going it was nice to see you know we actually even saw the emblem for the uh uh, the new republic which is the just the uh the phoenix symbol of the rebellion with like the fire around Mm -hmm. it going Mm. around you know like the the yellow that we saw that's that's their colors Mm. that uh and that actually comes from, and we get nerdy again, that comes from the Aftermath books. Mm-hmm. And that's where the, you see that symbol for the first time there. Yeah, that's, okay. So that's kind of like the New Republic's symbol, mm-hmm. per se. So it was just, it's a nice nod. And then again, to let you know what time period you're in. So um, let's talk about Kaz a little bit and his father. Um, I thought it was interesting. And to me, it's interesting that they, and I know they make a big deal, like they have to, you know, they had to scramble the transmission to his dad and he couldn't see him and he we couldn't see him either because of it but to me that says to me that's a big key I think that's going to be a big reveal
0: mm-hmm.
1: I cannot tell you who I think it is I, I've been racking my brain but um, you can't tell me who you think it is? I have no idea that's oh. <laughs> <is laughs> like, what I'm trying to say like, I can't tell you who I think it is <laughs> I think he's somebody from the original trilogy mm-hmm. I think he might be somebody that we've seen before um, all we know about him is, is he's a senator in the new New Republic, mm-hmm. and then you know, and then Kaz comes from that. He's from Hosnian Prime, like Kaz. He's lived a, you know, that they lived an upper, you know, senator political high figure's mm-hmm. life, right? Kaz has, and he's yeah. lived lived in that. So who he is and what he is, I'm not sure. I think it's going to be part of the big, big reveal, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna. You know, I've got another talking point that I'm gonna go ahead and add to this because it, it's all related it's the whole star killer base doom impending doom too because mm-hmm. if they're from Hosnium prime we're six months away from force awakens we know what happens in force awakens spoiler alert star killer base destroys the Hosnian prime system not just the one planet the entire system is destroyed mm-hmm. along with the new Republic Navy so you know what are we gonna see are we gonna is that going to happen in this series and if it is it's going to affect kaz big time Mm -hmm. is that going to be a major moment of change for his character what do you guys think about that whole dynamic um
0: it's definitely a possibility but it already shows like he has kind of issues with his father and that's Mm -hmm. played up pretty heavily so far
1: yeah this is him doing it on his own he's like Mm -hmm. i gotta do this on my own he actually cuts his dad off
0: um so there's a good possibility like if his father gets killed off or he has more conflict with his father beforehand it it plays a role in mm-hmm. his uh, issues with the First Order going forward. Rather than just being a spy, he might want to be more revenge
2: Get more involved. Yeah. yeah. That's a good point. What do you think, Brian? Um, I don't. I think we're going to, like, like we, we talked about a little bit prior, I think we're going to know who the dad is, mm-hmm. like who the senator is. Right. But not because he's a prominent figure in any of the movies. Right. He's going to be one of those, like, oh, that's him. He was standing on this side of... So and so, when they talked about this aspect of, you know, like in, Rogue, he, in like Rogue One, yeah. when they're all around the table, mm-hmm. and she says, you know, you know, that's what that's what re- rebellions are made they're of, or built whatever. On hope, yeah. So maybe he was one of the characters standing to the side of her. Yeah, you know, it's, one of, it's gonna be one of those things. So are like, mm-hmm. oh, that's mm-hmm. how he played in. With. Right. So that's that's what I think is gonna happen. Like, it's not gonna be somebody we know. Like prominently now right it's not like it's gonna be like Leia's like or or Ghana or whatever you know what I mean right it's not not gonna be one of those one of the major characters right Right. it'll be it'll be some off character that we've we've seen before but didn't know we've seen yeah
1: kind of things so what do you what do you think about the whole Starkiller base aspect would well, I mean, they I need, mean, we're we're highly speculating. It's way it's gonna be either season two or season three. But
2: well, they needed they needed a place and a way to bring in Phasma. Yeah, and we knew that Phasma was big on that ship, and her training academy is on that ship. Mm-hmm.
1: So on the base, yeah. Yeah. So yeah.
2: So we knew we knew that yeah. that was gonna happen. Yeah. So that's all I think. That's all I think it was. I think they were just yeah. bringing in because they know it's a, a big prominent, uh, uh, like a like a tie in point. Mm-hmm. Like even though the show's out here, we're, we're telling you about this because it's an anchor point to know mm-hmm. that it's still tied into Star Wars. Even though you're floating out here, you're still mm-hmm. tied to Star Wars because it this. yeah.
1: See, I think it's going to have a direct effect on Cass because I think, and I, I again I am speculating and I'm forced you know, forecasting here so to speak. So when this happens, one or two things will happen. Either Cas will, like you said, Aaron will want revenge and will double down on the resistance, or. He'll say, "I caused this because I was in the resistance. I should have left well enough alone." Mm. And will will try to distance himself from the resistance I mean, as it's a, a possibility. But, but I, mean, I think the 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 latter being less likely. But yeah, yeah I, I mean, think if they do
0: play up that angle, I don't see it going for more than an episode or two. And
1: it could also be like that that moment where every where we watch the kid grow up. Mm. You know, and he goes, "His dad's gone now." you know it's time for me to step I mean, up we
0: say that but he's you know, already old enough to be in the he military is. so
1: he is but again his dad helped him there we really yeah. don't know his age i'm guessing anywhere between 16 and 19 mm. i'm more on the 16 side the way he acts but but he's yeah. drinking in a bar well that's star wars so did luke was drinking at a bar yeah milk he was also going to, going to milk. get yeah oh, milk. well he's also drinking we don't know what that is could be anything <laughs> So he didn't milk somebody for but it. Yeah, I, I think what I,
2: what I think is going to happen is I think it's going to be a um, it's going to be it's going to be that trigger point. It's going to pu- push, push him forward. You push him like like he's going to be hesitant at some point, and then he, he's going to find out that Phasma or whoever was behind.
1: And the Hosnian Prime's gone. Yes. Yeah.
2: And it's going to hit him hard, and then yeah. he's going to want revenge, and it's going to push him push
1: him yeah. further into the resistance. That's what I think. Yeah. yeah. Copy that. Alright, so here's one point I was thinking about. And we're and again, this is not forecasting Kaz, this is thinking about Kaz right now. Mm-hmm. And when I was thinking about Kaz and his, how they're presenting him, and I started thinking about Rebels, which is a fair thing to do, you know, compare and contrast. Mm-hmm. Um, what do we think about is, real fast, nothing huge, is Kaz the anti-Ezra in a way?
0: Well, I mean, you do have, they come from very different, like, mm-hmm. economic backgrounds. One's Force-sensitive, whereas there's it's very unlikely they're going to have a Force user on this
1: show. I, I, I'm i praying for one, but I think you're right. No,
0: no, like, it seems very unlikely with the sort of setup they're going with. Yeah. Um, and I think that works in some ways because you have the whole other side of the Star Wars mm-hmm. universe. But, yeah, it's, you definitely have a lot of distinct differences between him and Ezra.
1: Oh, yeah, because Ezra is... He's, he's an orphan. He's on his own. But he's slick. He's sly. He, he's, well, I mean, like, you he know, lost
0: his parents because they got killed off, but... We might see that here, too. So. Well,
1: right. But, you know, it, it Kaz is coming from the senator. He's the son of a senator. Everything's been pretty much handed to him. Ezra had to scrap his way through everything. Mm. Uh, Brian, what do you think about the com- compare and contrast to, I just, to Ezra? If, if, if Kaz ends up being
2: the, the hero of this show, mm-hmm. like, I mean, it does feel that way. Like, that's basically what we're following. Um, it's just the mirror image of, like... It's the opposite directions, right? So, Ezra went this way, and he's coming this way. They're both getting to the that the, point. Hero, the hero point. Right. One's just following a different different path, path to get there. Yeah. So through rebels, we find um, our way through the streets, mm-hmm. right? And this is going to be following our way.
1: A kid it, from the top that made a way to the bottom. Right. And yeah. so
2: basically, you're saying that two different worlds, if you will, mm-hmm. two different economic classes are. Fighting the same battle, we're all on the same page, kind of thing. Yeah, coming from two different angles. Yeah. yeah.
1: All right, uh, let's talk real quick. Uh, where's the Force? Call um not even close <laughs> to being There's here. no mention of it so far. I've heard nobody say, May the Force be with you. Anything. Um, it's just not in the series at all up to this point. And mm-hmm. it worries me. I thought by now, at least hear somebody go, May the Force be with you. You know? It's like the Jedi and the Sith don't exist. Mm. Um, they are well, I mean, literally, allegedly,
0: the Han Solo side of Star True. Wars, right? Like, right, right. Most of these people, if they even believe in it, probably aren't going to talk like, about yeah, it. Yeah, like it's a oh, that's a nice like child story. Cool.
1: Yeah, nice myth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um,
2: Which I'm yeah. disappointed in because you know, in Rebels, we 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 found the different creatures that knew of the Force, just called it a different thing, and you know, it added to the myth and everything of it, and and here there's just not there's not even a mention. There's not a there's not a like he believes in something. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you don't even have it. It's mm-hmm. like it's completely gone. You know that, that and like like when you got talking about it, and you're you're like that's why I like and you know talking about Zeb and his culture and they called it something else, not the Force, but mm-hmm. it was right. basically
1: the Force it's and, a different name. And, yeah, yeah, and
2: it and it was. Mm-hmm. I, I wish we had that here. I mean, we might get it eventually. Yeah. Okay, I don't have to have the Force. Yeah. But I need something that everybody believes, like they believe in strongly. That kind of the mythology resembles the Force. You yeah. Know what I mean, I agree 100. I like I don't need Jedi. I don't need Jedi's and Sith. Yeah.
1: But just well, the best part about Rebels, other than was stuff that revolved around the Force. Um, mm-hmm. You had Ahsoka versus Vader. You had uh, Obi Wan Kenobi versus Maul uh these are just things coming from straight off the top of my head from rebels but mm. uh, the mythology that they built on the, the wolves and all that all that mythology that they added to the force is some of the best is the best part of rebels mm. so to see a series without that now or any mention of the force to start with and i know at this point that the force is supposed to be legend at least mention the legend mm. you, know? you know well i mean, mentioned also- luke skywalker in passing I th- well he's a he's a myth you know if there's things like
0: if they do bring it up it's definitely going to be after they establish more of their own characters for the show i know yeah so if you do see it it might be towards the end of the first season yeah it's just going to be all.
1: it's going to be so hard for me to have a seri- a star wars and it is for kids but without a mention without jedi without sith yeah. without yeah but i mean that element
0: at this point in time you have what three to four like force users that we're aware
1: of in this timeline with that i mean yeah. you've got luke you've got well, Rey's out there. She hasn't figured anything out yet. You got Kylo. You basically have Luke, Kylo, and Snoke. Mm-hmm. And Leia. Yeah. So there's four Yeah. that we know of.
0: And not saying there isn't more, but at the right. same time, like, you don't really have the order or this, like, new order. Well, I don't know. I guess you have the, what is it? supposedly knights of ren
1: characters yeah they're floating around there somewhere too but we like, don't know don't enough really, about them yet yeah that would be nice if they start to show up but just to get a little explanation of who they are and what yeah. they do but um i got a feeling we won't see it unfortunately it, it seems very unlikely at this point it does yeah but hopefully i'm wrong we'll see
0: Also, oh, i i feel like if you're going to have like an entire like gang of force users yeah you're probably going to save that for one of the next films rather than like, having it slowly have them defeated out on like your Disney show <laughs> or you're like true your, and you want a bigger bigger uh, impact
1: bigger impact bigger stage if you will hmm. um, all right so uh, we're running a little, little here, a little fast here a little fast a little long on time so let's just move right into are uh, you guys' final thoughts grades on uh, Star Wars resistance episode one the recruit the pilot if you will um, Aaron um
0: I'd give it a C I mean see yeah, yeah. it's it's slow it's establishing the characters in the background Mm -hmm. and it's fine okay like there's not really much to say one way or another on it just because so much of it's just establishing things yeah like it doesn't draw you in immediately and it's kind of
1: slow paced but right i mean it's not horrible Uh, i'm gonna give it a b it's a solid b it's not an a um just because I, I think I dropped a letter grade for the Force alone. I, I love, like I said, I love the action sequences. I kind of like what they're building and how they're taking the hero's journey on this and how it's coming from a completely different perspective. It's upper class to, to nothing and how he's trying to deal with all this and how he's kind of a fish out of water, so to speak, because of it. Um, all those were, that's good things to me. But overall, just a, it's a solid B. It's a good start. It's not perfect, though. Um, Brian? Yeah, See See, same for you. Yeah, yeah I don't have one... More. I didn't hate
2: it, but I didn't like it. Like, it wasn't yeah. like a... Like, I feel like I, I can't wait for the next episode to come out. Yeah. Um, as opposed to, you know, just doing it for this show. Yeah. You know, it's not like a... Wow, oh, I can't wait to see where the story goes. Where do we... You know, because with Rebels, we got to the point where we were always speculating. What do we think is going to happen here? What do we, You know, do we think this is going to turn into this? And it wasn't even like it was tying into... The regular Star Wars fours. it was like those characters we were trying to figure out how they tied into all this other stuff and mm-hmm. how that could affect everything else and cool. I realized the show's just starting and they're just trying to bring us in yep but I didn't feel any of that like I don't really care what happens next episode yet you know what I mean mm. I'm not in that spot yet so gotcha. for me it's a
1: C okay that, that that that's fair. Um, I think those were solid grades, fair grades. I think they'll get better as they go. I think it's it is a slow build. It's completely new, new timeline, new characters. It's going to take some time. Yeah, we don't have much familiarity to build on. We could see other characters make their way in and out of the series as well mm. as as time goes on. Oh yeah, you'll definitely so, see some cameos. Yeah, definitely, and some mentions that'll make us geek out. I'm sure. So, all right. Well, uh, it's guys. It's been an excellent. Uh, Excellent show, excellent first show for uh, Star Wars Resistance Decoded. But before we go, real quick, where can you find us? Uh, the best place to go, if you like the show, is to go to www.4midwestguys.com. There you'll find links to our Facebook, to our Twitter, to our Instagram account. Well, I need to add that, but that's coming soon as well. Um, you can uh, find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the number 4 Midwest Guys. You can find us on Twitter at 4 Midwest Guys. You can find us on Instagram at 4 Midwest Guys. Actually, it's 4 underscore Midwest underscore guys for some reason, but I'll fix that as well. That's a typo. Uh, Mr. Egg and Bauer, where can they find you? Uh, at Zone. Egg Zone, and that's on Twitter as well as Stardust. Mm-hmm. Uh, same for me. I'm at bwilly1977 on Twitter and Stardust as well. If you'd like to reach out just to me or Brian, you can do so. Uh, we encourage feedback. We're always looking for feedback. We're desperate for feedback, honestly. So let us know how we're doing, good, bad, or indifferently. Uh, and do make sure to follow, like, and subscribe on all these different venues to get the latest from formidwestguys.com. I, uh, also, uh, will be, um, bringing back the, uh, I know we haven't been updating the, uh, the actual podcast feed the audio version i now have a way to take these videos and take the audio tracks from them much more quickly and easily so you'll be seeing uh, the return of these video shows there will be audio tr- only tracks that you can listen to in the podcast only form so that'll be starting with this episode here so going from resistance forward i will be splitting off the shows it's both video on youtube as well as for podcasting uh, audio as well so you can you'll be able to do both all right, so uh, with that in mind, I'd like to thank my brother Aaron for joining us. Yeah, no Absolutely, and Brian, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. And this is b Willie saying, as always, may the Force be with you.